How are you? I'm good, man. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I was actually talking to the person that's listening. Hi, how are you? Oh, oh, hello, people listening. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the one guy who the was one... in like Mongolia or something the last time you checked. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he gets around, doesn't <laughs> he? He gets around, doesn't he? <laughs> Mongolia. The, the, one, the, the, the Harley and Josh and the guy from Mongolia show. Um, I like that. Welcome to the Harley and Josh show, your music podcast for, well, by musicians, for anyone, mate. Yeah, mate. For anyone. Yeah. Uh, we've got some new music from Gabriela Eva. We've got Groom Lake, and we have the fantastic Fish Claw on the show today. We're not actually on the show with us. We're just in spirit more than anything else. And we have got some news, music, music, music news about Spotify using lyrics in real time on their apps now. That was, you know, found by yeah. super sleuth detective Mr. Harley Cotton. Well, via via digital music news but yeah yeah well via rainer as well yeah all oh, right yeah, <laughs> i'll go into i'll go into detail oh about lovely uh we're also going to be asking is youtube good for music oh that's that's the second that's that was the like the punctuation at the yeah. end of that question so harley i mean before we get to all of that i mean you know there's a really 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 interesting question for you yeah what'd you do last week well Okay, so um, I had a week off. Wow, kinda. We 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 haven't we're having loads of these at the moment, aren't we? Yeah, I I know. Like, well, it's about to get like mad busy for me in terms of like work wise. I'm off on tour tomorrow mm-hmm. until the seventeenth of December, I believe. Lads on tour. So that's going to be uh, my life uh, for a little while to come. Um, so there's going to be two shows you can't make. There's a couple, there? yes. So, yeah. So listen, listen, watch this space, ladies and gentlemen. There, there will not be a good replacement for Harley, but there will be a replacement for Harley. There'll probably be a better replacement. Oh no! I've got Self-deprecation. Well, that's yeah. It's, it's what we do best. We're we're, we're musicians. <laughs> yeah, dip yeah. out. Yeah, deputized. Musicians have like two two way two two modes. Yeah. I'm the best, or I'm the worst. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. There's no in between. Yeah, exactly. You're either egotistical or just you hate yourself. Yeah. No one. No. No musician's gone. Oh no. I'm. Or I'm, you're both. I'm, I'm pretty good, but you know, I'm. I'm. I'm working. I'm. I'm pretty good. Yeah, I'm working on it. And there's. Uh, there's. I think there has been some studies about just how much bipolarism is quite rampant within musicians. Yeah, I think it's a performance these highs thing. that you, you hit, and then there's lows you get. Robin Ince uh, said that uh, being a performer is um, voluntary bipolar. Because <laughs> yeah, he says yeah. you, you go onto a stage and you have all this emotion, you're forcing yourself to have all the happiness, all the sadness, all the anger, and all the, you know, all this emotion, and then you go to a hotel room and just do just nothing. And just be nothing. always say, just pat yourself on the back and go, well done, go to bed now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you did a thing. I can't do that. Yeah. I, can't, I never do that. Well, Actually, pat yourself on the back? Well, I can't just go to bed after a gig. Oh, right. I thought you meant you just couldn't reach your back. Oh, no, I... I I did, did it. it. I did it. I did it. I did it. There we go. <laughs> Learning. The squeaky elbow that needs some WD-40. <laughs> so, I've been uh, mostly taking it easy this week, mm. um, which, as you ever, you may have heard me last week, still ill. Um, so I kind of made the took mo- took the time to kind of be ill and do nothing. It's about three weeks now, isn't it? I think we should get a Harley's <sighs> ill yeah. counter going on. Yeah, we should. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I really hope I will be well very soon because, uh, to be honest, I'm, I'm bored of being ill. <laughs> It's not exciting, is it? It's not. No. Um, uh, oh, what symptoms coming next? In the runny nose. Oh yeah, you're gonna you have plenty of that. Um, 
<laughs> That's why you need a condenser microphone, just oh, yeah. to really pick up you can, the... You can really hear the phlegm in my voice. <laughs> um, phlegm filter. Yeah, so uh, I kind of took it nice and easy. I did spend some time uh, socialising and having a bit of fun and Good. doing doing that kind of stuff. However, the Friday was in no way a easy gig at all. No. Uh, an easy day because we had a gig up in the Yorkshire Dales. Yes, you said this. Um, have you have you ever been been up that far for a gig yes, before? Yes, I have. It's yeah. a long old long old slog, mm-hmm. uh, which meant that we had to I let I had to leave my house at half six in the morning to right. do this gig because uh, we had an acoustic set. So with Chart Attack, oh, we, yeah, we right. uh, we we can also do an acoustic set during the like the drinks and the the socialising part of the, of the afternoon. Uh, so we had that starting at quarter to three. Mm. So we had to be there at one to set up before the procession. Mm. We did that. Um, luckily, we were staying in an Airbnb, which is just down the road. Um, at, so it was about 10, 15 minutes. So we kind of turned up, loaded off the stuff we needed for the acoustic set, uh, went back to the went to back to our B&B, checked in. Lovely place, uh, really nice place in a place called Skipton. That's a really interesting thing, actually, just that you brought up there is the mm. Airbnb thing. Because, I mean, most of the time you go to a different place and it's a lot of travel and you don't want to be coming back that night. Yeah. You get a hotel sort of mm. along with it. But Airbnb must have kind of revolutionised that process now where... It saves a lot of money. Probably saves a lot of money, yeah. And also means that we can cook our own breakfast and stuff like that because, okay, yeah. you know, because ha- we, ha- we had a whole house to ourselves with nice. a kitchen. Um, Terrifying. Did, did they actually tell the people that were running the Airbnb that it was a band staying there? Uh, I messaged the guy previously because nice. uh, you have direct contact with the, 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 the host, as they right, call yeah. it. Uh, this guy called Winston, really nice guy, and I said, "Look, this is the deal. We're with a band. I don't know what time we'll be checking in because there might be a chance we won't be able to check in until like one in the morning. Yeah, is that going to be an issue?" He said, "No, that's fine. That's fine. Um, I'll leave you loads of food and stuff so you can make breakfast in the oh, morning." Nice. And that was an absolute godsend. That was really nice. Um, we nice one, Winston. Yeah, he he really looked after us. He gave us food. He gave us uh, drinks and stuff like that. Um, and it was all like locally sourced stuff as well. The oh, milk cool. was like proper thick, creamy milk. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was Milk's great. So we we got to check set check in, put our stuff down. Um, then I ran the guys to do the acoustic duo. Just dropped them off and went cool. See you in an hour. Came back whilst uh, Toby, our drummer, who was also ill, oh, um, had a shower and kind of made himself feel a bit more human. Right. Then I got there and I, we sat and chilled for a bit and I said, Toby, you can go pick them up. So he went and picked <laughs> them up because we had a couple of hours before we had to set up for the full band set. Now we play the waiting game. Yep. We had a couple of hours. We cooked ourselves a, a full English. It was very nice. Nice. Um, What's a half English though? Well, it was just only the sausages in it. Just a sausage? Just a sausage. Right. Half a sausage. Half a sausage. Half an egg, <laughs> half a sausage, half a mushroom and... <laughs> 400 half beans. Right. What's and one and a half <laughs> breakfasts? Well, it's one and a half sausage. Wait, no, it's not. One and a half English. Yeah. Yeah. It's, well, it's a, it's a full English and a half English added together. I wonder if there's an actual measurement process for, for what full English actually is. Yeah. Like a consensus. I, I, anyone, if anyone knows what officially a half English is. Or, or even a 1.5. Yeah. It's like the full Monty. What's the half Monty? <laughs> Just can leave your shoes and your hat and your trousers on. <laughs> But not your underwear. You got to take your underwear off, but leave your trousers on. It's a whole oh, whole ordeal. Oh, just, ri- <laughs> <laughs> just hope the poppers come off. Um, Pain. So yeah, that was that was cool. Um, we turned up with our full system. We struggled to fit it all in the van with really? everyone in, and we turned up and then uh, you can't use your own PA. Oh, that's the worst. Now 
I mean, it's kind of good because you don't have to do all the lugging, but... Yeah, but we had to anyway because it was already in the van and we had to unload it oh, to, to get, get all the stuff out stuff. from around it. Good so on. we were a little bit annoyed by that, but it wasn't the fault of the venues or the fault of the agency. They didn't... The It's a new venue to the agency, so they didn't know. Um, so I had to phone up the agency today and went, okay, so you've got this bar, uh, this venue. Um, it's... We weren't told we had to use our own PA, so can you? And they went, okay, that's fine. We're sorry about that. We'll put a note on there so you know for next time. Also, right. other so all the other bands on that agency now know that that venue is uh, is is yeah. a no no kit no B Y O P A. They did allow us to take our own guitar amps and stuff and have sound out like loud because <laughs> some places you have to have like virtual amps and mm-hmm. play through headphones, no speakers on stage, which can be challenging let's just do a silent disco shall we yeah pretty much pretty much like electric kit and all of that um and we've got a few of those coming up so we've got to be very careful with those kind of places that we uh Mm. we please them nicely um so yeah that was the thing but we were okay the the venue were okay about they were like oh okay you didn't know that but that's fine um and they they said you know we've got a little bit here you can put your pa in 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 the meantime because they knew we were going to have to struggle of taking things out and putting stuff back in Mm. so they really kind of helped us in that regard I have a new hate. Oh, 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 is it, is it a venue sin? It's a venue sin. Oh, yes. Welcome to Harley's venue I don't sins. want to blame the venue for it. Because oh, it's, the it's reason, all venues in general. It's all, well, yeah. They had a heated flooring. Right. Which is great because it means this venue was really pretty. Mm. It was a really nice place and there was no radiators anywhere. Nice. No radiation. And, but it was still nice and warm in there. Mm. But the heated floor was so hot. And oh, like during was, this set. Yeah, because the heat just it, it just keeps coming up. So <laughs> you're whilst like you're playing, like, the whole time. we're in the middle of December. Yeah, like, I mean, <laughs> we were in the middle of no- November on a hill in the middle of nowhere in the Dales and going, this is far too hot. <laughs> I mean, we're going to struggle when we come to the Maldives. That's that's going to be even hotter, I'm oh, sure. Right, but yeah. at least the floor might be a little bit cool. Yeah. But yeah, it was just horrible. Like, whilst we were packing down, getting on the floor to pack stuff down, and you were just getting closer to the heat source. <laughs> no. I'm just like, oh, it's just too much. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so we did that. But it went really well. I'm the surprised couple... they kept it on because, I mean, surely the room just heats up when you've got a bunch of people in there, right? Yeah, yeah. It was a big old room. Big old room. Um, the interesting thing about the, uh, the, the system as well is it has a focused spot of where the sound is good oh. so there's an allocated yeah. dance floor where it sounds great yeah. and you you step three or four foot outside and, and it gets pretty normally yeah which is really great mm. however that spot was about 10 foot away from where the band was oh so the people were dancing they were nowhere near us <laughs> like, it was, they were singing along they were loving it we got some really good pictures of people doing some yeah. trying new songs um we did a couple of new songs because we were playing with connor adams uh on vocals oh right yeah so we kind of yeah, added a couple of songs that he did. Um, so we did uh, Don't by Ed Sheeran. I don't know. Yeah, it goes... Don't. Don't. Yeah. Don't. But you'll know it if you heard it. It was okay. one of the singles, but not one of like the big, big ones. Um, and it was, yeah, a great little song. We kind of jammed it out. He brought, out. he brought his acoustic guitar, so he played acoustic guitar along with a couple of songs, which was awesome. He said that since his last gig with us, he's been doing a lot more where he doesn't play with a guitar in the past when he's playing with a full band he's always playing mm. guitar mm-hmm. so he he's learned from us that to kind of be hands-free can really kind of make things nice and fun for him yeah. and he had a lot of fun with that how hands-free though did he have the britney mic <laughs> not quite that no. free not quite that free although <laughs> he had bluetooth. The ha- no 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 we'll just have one of those little blue i wonder if people do that they actually sing a whole gig with just the bluetooth headset that you have for your old like blackberry mobiles if no one's done it, I want to be the first. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Just to look like you're driving an M3, but on stage. 
cool, I love that. <laughs> M3 band. Yeah, you've got to be wearing Oakley sunglasses. Of course, of course, yeah. yeah at the same yeah, time. Yeah, and the drum seat is made of leather. Yeah, of um, course, yeah. Yeah, heated seats. <laughs> oh, God, that'd be terrible. Heated floor and heated seats. <laughs> wearing only Ralph Lauren. Just... Oh, yeah, of course, of course. Oh, um, oh, so, Harley, what was your favourite musical moment from last week? Diddly-ly. Um, okay. My favorite, I think my favorite music, musical moment was, uh, I think it was playing, uh, don't, which right. was with don't, Connor, don't. uh, because we hadn't really rehearsed it, but Toby, um, and Oscar had both played with Connor on gigs before. So they played yeah. it before. Yeah. So we didn't actually rehearse it and we just busked let, it. yeah, we busked it and we let him kind of take the lead and he brought in a couple of other songs and it's not often with Chart Attack that we get to jam songs. It's a very, mm, we play stuff. Yeah, it's very much uh, arranged. So mm. it was it was really cool to kind of open it up just for a couple of songs and be able mm. to do something a bit more with it. That's really cool. And and second question, Harley. Uh-huh. What was your favourite musical lesson? My favourite cool music. <laughs> oh, wow. That's a good one. I like it. Favourite cool. It's like this, it's the cold version. Yeah. Well, I think, I think the lesson I learned is uh, I hate, Heated floors. Um, I, I'm just not musical. Musically, I know. you hate heated floors. I, I, I hate musical heated floors. Yeah. No, I, I learned a lot from DJing as well. So we DJ, DJed for about an hour and a half. Oh, and cool, yeah. uh, it was just learning as I went, sort of how to kind of feed the vibes and like Ooh, work with people on that. Vibes. So that was a, a good, good kind of. Uh, Good yeah, moment of learning because you learn on the job with stuff like that quite easily, yeah. and like and, and the crowd can surprise you with songs because oh. like, a lot of the time they'll come up to you and just say, "Play this song," and you're like, "I've never heard of that," and you play it, and you're like, "Oh wait, I remember this is a jam." Yeah, and everybody knows it. And you're just like, "Okay, that's going onto my playlist." Now. Yeah, that's yeah, just... we we did a lot of that. Like every time we DJ, someone can you play this song. We're like, "Oh uh, yeah, okay," and we add it in for next time. So next time someone comes up to go, "Can you play this song?" We're like, "Yeah, we got it, mate. We got it. Yeah, we got yeah, you I mean, covered." Yeah, I've known that for years, mate. Know that for years. Yeah, yeah, I'm way well, ahead of you, Harley, mate. I mean, that was absolutely incredible. Thank you for sharing, Harley. Aww. Harley did stuff. Well done, buddy. Aww. Well, itty wellity. Well, itty wellity. <laughs> uh, <laughs> to, have some music. To, to quote, yes, we should. Um, this is Gabriella Eva. She is from Colchester, but goes all over the world, apparently. Oh, nice. Um, which uh, she is gigging in the Smokehouse this weekend. Okay. So stick around for the end of all the gig list to find out. Uh, this was released earlier this year. This is called Hey. Uh, check it out. It's on Google Play, Spotify, and all those kind of places. Enjoy. Uh, Hi. That was the marvellous Gabriella Eva with Hey. Let's get that. That's like lovely, lovely, like kind of funky bass line. Yeah, they always had like a reggae, like dub style drum yeah. beat with a bit of song and songwriter and that weird electronic breakdown in the middle there. Yeah. It, it throws it up. It's really cool. All right, let's ask myself a question, shall I? <laughs> what did I do? I will tell you, me from the past. Yeah. yeah. Just to be just chill out for a second. I feel uh, I should, uh, I, I feel like I should be asking you, you what should. you did. You should. should be like, Joshy Who, what did you do? <laughs> Never been called Joshy Who before. <laughs> I like this. That's, that's, that's what you're saved as on my phone. Oh, that's what I sneeze like, actually. Joshy Who. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, I broke down. Uh, oh, not, great. not mentally. Well, a little bit mentally I mean, because of the breakdown. But If your vehicle breaks down, it does tend to cause yeah, mental like, breakdown. Ah! Just at the <laughs> like steering just wheel. Sobbing. Just smashing things. Um, 
But yeah, the uh, I was I was on the way back from a lesson in um, the other side of Ipswich. Um, right. Well, this side of Ipswich, um, <laughs> and um, it was just it was about sort of six o'clock, so it's obviously pitch black now. Okay. Uh, because it's, it's winter, and uh, suddenly just my my sort of heads up display just goes like your charging system's not working. Oh. I'm like, sorry, what? And uh, as I was going over a roundabout, uh, all the lights and everything just died. Right. Nothing. The, the engi- engine's still running. Yeah. But So I just had to pull over and I was just thinking, right, well, okay, well, this isn't charging, so the alternator's probably gone. Yeah. Luckily, I'd, I'd, I'd parked up next to a garage and they oh. were still open. Oh, really? So I just popped in. I was like, oh, can you bump start me or anything? Just wasn't holding any charge. Great. Um, so uh, they sort of kept it overnight, charged it for me. Mm-hmm. Didn't charge me. Which is nice. Oh, that's really Charged nice. Charged it, of them. but didn't charge me. So yeah. thanks, Imperial Cars. Nice one. Oh. Um but yeah, then uh, so because it's under two years, it's uh, out, out yeah. w- under warranty. So so I took it to the John Gross ones, and they're gonna. I mean, this it's a huge story here, guys. Huge yeah. story. But yeah, it was just one of those things. You like, I bought well, financed a new van. Yeah. To stop that stuff from happening. And even if it is under warranty, it's still a massive inconvenience because you've got to get it there. Yeah, exactly. And then you've then got to spend oh, two days. With, you, were you went out of vehicle for a oh, couple yeah, of days? I still, have, I, still, I still don't have it. I'm still. I'm, right. I'm, I'm using my girlfriend Frankie's car. Right. So, um, so you know, doesn't fit as much stuff in it. No. Um, but the uh, the thing is, they, they charged it up and they had to take it to the other side of Ipswich. Yeah. To get it to John Gross. And to get to there, it was either go through rush hour traffic and risk missing them being open or go on to the A14. And risk being on the A14 with a broken down car. Yes. And what did you go the for? traffic basically stopped on the Orwell Bridge. Oh. And I'm sitting there, I'm looking at my, my lights starting to flicker. I'm just going, no, I can't break down on the Orwell Bridge. <laughs> oh, no. It was so close. It was like, I just had to just yeah. keep revving because maybe that would do something. Do you, so did the engine, the engine keep running, just you lose your electronics? Yes. Wow, that's that's lucky on a newer diesel as well. Cause really? Of, yeah. Old diesels, um, you don't need a lot. I mean, I, I had the alternator break on my T4 a little while ago right. and it would drive around all day. I yeah. didn't have any lights and the clock yeah. didn't work. Um, <laughs> but on like more modern cars, they they require a bit more juice to keep them going. The engine did sound different during, but anyway, boring story. Um, Just, I'm alive, so... Well, that's always good. That's still in there, but that's just the thing. I'm glad you are. It'll be a hard show without you. But that's that's, a lot of the musicians' lives uh, Mm. um, are are sort of tied to transport. I mean, you know, like, if you're a drummer and you don't drive, pretty much everybody hates you. Yeah. Um, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, but like, you know, luckily I only had the one gig last week um, mm. which I didn't need loads of gear for. Oh, that's so, lucky. Well, where was that? fate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or luck. Um, yeah, so uh, so luckily that was that was kind of easily sorted out. So, the yeah, the van's still in there. Hasn't even been looked at yet. Oh, okay. This that's was last nice Wednesday it went in. So cool. <laughs> I, they're just like, yeah, we don't have any courtesy cars either. Like, ah! Great. Um, thanks, guys. Um, but yeah, please give it to me for free, so it's fine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, so then on the Friday... Uh, Murray and I uh, mm-hmm. were on BBC Radio Suffolk for Children in Need. Oh, yeah. We had, it's it's the, been the fourth year in a row now that Sweet. they've invited us. Leslie That's Dolphin, great. That's very and nice. Team. Right. Um, and uh, so it was it, it was a different place. This time, it used to be at Worsted Park mm-hmm. um, for the last three years. I, I don't know where it was before that. I think it's changed around a bunch of times. Right. But this time, they were like, okay, we need it, this is BBC Suffolk, not just BBC Ipswich, so we better get out into the county uh, a bit more. Okay. And uh, so we went up to Lower Stuff instead, at the, uh, at the Werry Hotel. Have yeah. you played there? I have not, no. Not, not, 
I don't think I've ever done a gig in Lowestoft. No. Which is yeah, I, I think I've only ever done one, mm. and it was a private gig. Well, yeah. was it a private gig? I don't know. Weird, because it's, it's only just still in Suffolk. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's just on the border, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it was, It was yeah, the Wherry Hotel is a wedding venue as well mm-hmm. um, as a hotel. Um, nice one. Right next to Alton Broad. Really lovely looking lake out there. Yeah. So, but where we were positioned, there was actually a stage there. And uh, luckily, we are actually playing there next year for a wedding. And that wow. is another venue where you have to use their PA. Right, okay. So we had to a little look around it first before we sort of Scope turn up and just been like, oh, what kind of pile of nonsense have they given us? <laughs> you know? What is it like? Is it? Decent? It looks all right. It's yeah. just tops though, no subs. Okay. Which yeah. is just like, uh, boring. For a double bass band, yeah. that's going to be a challenge. Yeah, but we'll, we'll, we'll figure something out. Um, but yeah, so we were on stage four times throughout the four hour um, broadcast. Mm-hmm. Got a little bit of... Um, Got a little bit of, of talk time in there, but we just sort of played a bunch of songs. Of course, I broke a string okay. on like the last song. I mean, if you're going to break a string at any point, the last song's great. Yeah. But, but still, it like... was also the only one that I'd really put a, a long solo in it. <laughs> I like curses. And another point as well, I proper went wonky on one of my solos. Oh, right. I was just like, I don't know, we hadn't played it in a long, in a long time. We, we did Dead Ringer, and I actually dedicated it to, to Mikey, who unfortunately died this year, who mm-hmm. I wrote the song about. And uh, also uh, because Matt Bayfield's dad, Stephen yeah. Bayfield, and his mum were there. Okay, yeah. And Stephen Bayfield was doing stand-up. Mm. So as they both died from cancer, Mikey and, and Matt, yeah. was just like, this one's for you guys because that one was just about missing somebody who died from cancer. So that was yeah. really good. But then I, I messed up the solo completely. <laughs> I was oh. like, here's a, here's a song for you guys in memory. I'm like, boom, 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 boom. Um, <laughs> damn. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, it was nice. Uh, and mm. spoke to Stephen about him afterwards oh nice that's great talk about matt and about what his life was like um so yeah uh so we i want to give mad props to the two daves at bbc suffolk uh dave whiting and dave butcher Mm -hmm. um they just work tirelessly doing the tech for that thing i mean just trying to get everything so it actually broadcasts yeah is mad i mean for us we're quite simple just a di Mm. a 57 and uh, which is an instrument mic if you're not sure about that and also a vocal mic for me um and murray's like i don't want a vocal mic no thank you i don't want to be live on the radio please just the bass is fine um does he gig with a vocal mic sometimes but only if it's like an intimate thing where it's just a couple mates are there as well and you can just be like "Ah, just enjoy yourself um but yeah so uh yeah dave whiting was inside sort of controlling the levels going out into the crowd because it's about Two, three hundred people there, right, sort of yeah. live. It's yeah. like a sort of a tea party style thing, mm. and um, yeah. And uh, there's also Dave Butcher was in the van outside while it Doing was tipping the... it down. And right. it's like the one that's sort of making sure everything's going, just running in and out, talking to each other. Going, it's a, a really cool van that they have for those kind of events, isn't it? Yes. It's all like a self-contained thing, and it's, it's. I think it's the same thing they've had for years, and it looks yeah. like an ice cream van. Yes, it does. Yeah, it's pretty much just an ice cream van. With racks yeah. mounted in you it. You go inside, it's like a studio with wheels. It's yeah, great. exactly. And no ice cream, though. Oh, what? So I suppose you don't want to get any ice cream on the faders and, and <laughs> yeah, on the exactly. desk. Mr. Whippy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, shout out to the other musicians that played. There was John Ward. There was the Lowestoft Shanty Choir. Um, mm. and, and there was a Lowestoft Voices there that were doing sort of choir things. There was also, uh, I think, their Pro Coda music, which um, are sort of music um, education for people with needs. Mm. Um, and they did a bunch, like a, um, uh, a big musical 
montage of sort of different things they've sung and, and doing sign language with it and everything. Oh, wow. It was a really good project. Um, yeah, John Ward, he was a sort of Americana mm-hmm. um, folk kind of had a bit of Fleet Foxes about and a bit of the Eagles, um, but it was mandolin, accordion, and guitar. I thought it was really, really good. They're, right, they're, yeah. They're great. Um, the next, so, uh, what was it? The Santi Choir were great. There's a guy called Andy playing cajon for it, but he had one of those cajon pedals, the kick pedal. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's really good. And he also had some little attachments to the side of the cajon, which okay. had like a tambourine on it and stuff. So he could free up both of his hands without yeah. having to have one hand to focus on the on the kick drum. Because mm. uh, if you're not sure what a cajon is when you're listening, it's just a box that you can play drums on yeah. uh, with a snare wire inside. And it's very technical. It's not just a box. <laughs> but, <you know. laughs> but there's the thing. He's the first person I've seen that I've thought, okay, you are a professional cajon player. Yes. I it's mean, not just a, oh, we couldn't have a drum kit. This is this will do, yeah. This will do. And it, cause it is an instrument by itself, so mm. interesting stuff. Um, yeah, they were great. I'm yeah. trying to get a gig with them, but they uh, they mostly gig around lower stuff, so we're trying to get the Buccaneers together with them. Oh, they that'd some be really great. Good shanties. Yeah, nice. Um, uh, yeah, so that was about that for the day. I just want to thank my mum and Lynn for coming up all the way on that one because oh, they nice. came all the way from Lower Soft. And actually, it's about an hour and a bit drive. It's quite, it's quite away, isn't it? Right? Yeah. I mean, got to get your passport almost because you're almost out in the Norwich, are you? Um, so, yeah, um, nice one. Well, I think they raised uh, just under £1,500. Amazing. Um, I said That's tomorrow great. when we got home, I was like, pat yourself on the back. We've solved it. Did you pat yourself on the back? There are no more children in need uh, left anymore. <laughs> We've obviously done such a great job. Yeah, <laughs> we solved it. Solved it. No, we didn't. And so Murray um, pat himself on the back and yeah, then went to bed. Yes, exactly. As well, it was about five o'clock by the time we got home, so we just uh, oh, sat around and played Mortal Kombat. Oh, nice. That's cool. Yeah, yeah that's fine. Um, the next day, um, I was hoping to go and see Impilo with Angel. She was she was playing. She was playing bass on stage. Oh, was she? Time. I saw her after nice. the gig. She was buzzing. She did a really good job. Um, but it just didn't turn out that they could go. Murray said it was an amazing gig. Stretch Soul Gang. Yeah. Um, Impilo, Angel, Gabby, and a new guy. I couldn't remember what his name is. He hasn't released anything yet. So I will play some stuff on the show. Definitely, definitely, point. definitely. But um, so instead, I went to the smokehouse, literally five feet mm. away, um, to watch Spider Vane because cool. I love Spider Vane. We watched them, we played them last week uh, yes. on the show with Spider Brain, their new single. Check it out. Having a good chat with them outside because they're crazy Essex people. I love yeah. them. Um, it nice. was them. It was Ray's. Gave me a free free T shirt, free CD. Oh, nice of them. Just because I was promoting their gigs. So oh, well done, Ray's. Cool. Did a good job. I was too. Uh, Colchester. Oh. oh, sorry, mate. Sorry, mate. They you weren't there though. Yeah. I've got. To, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a T shirt. They always um, run out of smalls first. Anyway. <laughs> exactly. Because people want to look swole. Yeah. yeah. Um, guns. Um, so yes. Uh, so and that was beneath the embers. Another sort of Colchester. Okay. Band yeah. Yeah. Playing afterwards. Nice. And yeah, it was really good. It was like. Uh, not crazy attended, mm-hmm. um, but the people that were there were really enjoying it. And uh, I was I was gutted because Spider Vane didn't bring any merch. Uh, I pretty much went to buy a t shirt and then leave. Uh, <laughs> <fair> <laughs> but then yeah, their set is great. They like they've uh, I, I think what what song are they starting off with? I can't. I think Skinwalker mm. is the one they start off with, and they really long it out, and they go into this great breakdown, and then they come back into this amazing riff that they have for Skinwalker. Um, and you're just like oh I forgot they were still playing this song yeah and it's like you know sort of six or seven minute intro and then at the end of it it's like okay hi we're Spider-Man just like slow clap yes really good but anyway um, that was my musical weekend nice nice so um, what what was your favourite moment favourite musical moment was that is a 
good question. I think it was watching Kev from Spider Vane. He does body paint for every single one of his shows. Oh, wow. He's got these white trousers that are just caked in paint because he's an amazing illustrator. Right. Uh, that he, and then his, his top half, he just he covers himself in these different patterns. Sometimes he'll be a skeleton. Sometimes it'll be UV. Does nice. his face. He looks great. So... That oh, that's amazing. In playing, just sort of starting off Spider Vane, Spider Brain with that riff. Yeah. It was, was awesome. Cool. And uh, what have you, what is your, your lesson that you've, you've learned this week? Uh, break down next to a garage. Yeah, that's a good lesson. Yeah. Yeah, if you're going to break down, break down next to a garage. That's a... <laughs> right, okay, let's, uh, let's play a little bit of Fish Claw, ladies and gentlemen. Wonderful Colchester band. They are playing in Colchester this weekend. Amazing. Stick around to the end of the show for the gig list to find out what. This is the King's Barrow. Thanks. That was the incredible Fish Claw with the King's Barrow. You need to check that out live. If you have not seen them live, yeah, that you sounds... can imagine what that's going to sound like in sounds person. Sounds mad. Right? Okay, so... Get on with it, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Time for music news. Spotify is actively texting real-time lyrics in certain markets. Hmm, it's music news. Uh, right, so Harley, yeah? you found out about this. What's yeah. What are they actually introducing into the app that they haven't had before? Um, so, from what what it reads they're going to be uh doing uh, i would I'd, I'd like to point out uh this was uh i found this this bit of news courtesy of rainer um i was helping him move house this morning he no, was doing the research for me because i was driving i was um, going to be helping him move as well but my van's in the, in the yeah room, so. yeah no it's yeah. hard to do it without. it's my only excuse yeah it's not because he's smelly put stuff on your back man <laughs> um yeah so from what it reads from what we're reading is it's talking about essentially what we liken to like karaoke lyrics. Yes. So you like as, it, as the lyrics can come up as, and you sing along as you can read it as you mm. go, um, which would be kind of nice for those because there are songs that you can't always like. How many misheard lyrics have you had oh, yeah. with songs and stuff? There's so a whole thing on YouTube, wasn't there? Like, yeah. People just, oh. Bring more tuna. Yeah. <laughs> it's octopus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, that's basically what they're going to be going to be doing yeah which... well so this is, it's, it's happened before I th- so this is going to have benefits for the karaoke yeah. kind of industry i expect yeah i mean depending on if if venues that want to do karaoke well, do buy actual business accounts for spotify yeah. so they're not just using it on their phones um but also it will be an educational thing yeah um for people trying to want to learn about their songs i think it might be hard to do a marketable like marketable karaoke night from it because the original lyrics will still be there Yes. Um, oh, yeah. True. So that's uh, uh, a thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it'll be it'll be quite interesting to see. At the now, moment, they're only fielding it in like Canada, uh, the Philippines, and uh, uh, Indonesia and Mexico. Yeah. So yeah, we won't be getting it here just yet. But I mean, they've they've already got it on Apple and Amazon. Okay, so it's already a thing that's kind yeah. of happening. So. Uh, well, they they did something similar to this years ago. Right. And. Uh, like basically, people were like, "Why did you stop doing this?" They stopped doing it, and they, they replaced it with the whole behind the lyrics. Yeah, that's something I I, I have feeling it's gonna be a similar interface, which is something I've kind of I've noticed, but I've always noticed it when I've not been looking for it. Mm. If you know what I mean. Um, what we were saying before, like it happens with more sort of more mainstream music, which I will tend to find when I'm learning songs to teach or learning songs to for a gig. Yeah. So. That's the only time I'll be looking at my phone 
to see that kind of thing. Yeah. And then I'll go start reading. I'm like, all right, no, stop, Harley. You, you, you're supposed to be learning. Supposed you're supposed to be learning yeah. this song. <laughs> now, now you know the exact history of uh, of the song of who the song is about. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. Just like it, get to the gig and they'll just be like, "Did you learn it? No, but I know all about it. So instead of playing the song, I will tell people about it. Did I will you know this it. classic Elton John song was written about famous actor Tony Danza? <laughs> Tony Danza. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes uh, I, so I don't know there was a, an app I used to use when we did uh, a, a little little night that we used to do at the Swan just oh, called yeah. Lockabilly Okie <laughs> and uh, we used to get we used to just do the the, the set as the, the Lockabillys all these old 50s yeah. songs and, uh, and there was an app that I used on an iPad for people mm. to come up and sing you know Johnny Be Good or, or, oh, know, okay, or yeah. Great Balls of Fire with us on stage and it was called Music's Match okay it's still a thing um but uh, it's one of those kind of like user generated things i think whatever yeah. that is um yeah they basically like would put m- lyrics up there but they would wouldn't be from official channels yeah like so there would be you know they would kind of come from like you know a user would have listened to the song and they would put the lyrics up there or they'd take it from like genius or or, or az lyrics or something like that yeah. and then match it with the song so when it, when you're playing it on your device it would find it as at then, the same time. Yeah, that's really cool. Which is quite cool, but um, it's so it's been going on for ages. Mm. I think, but what's happening with streaming s- services now is more the fact of that they're kind of legitimizing the piracy of the past, like the the kind of different things where you have, um, you know, like Napster or things like Groove Shark back in the day. All these different like apps and and websites used to go on. I mean, Spotify was built on an illegal, yeah, pirated MP3 database, wasn't it? Right. Yeah. Um, so right now it's kind of they're standing on the shoulders of pirates and just thinking, all right, this stuff worked before, but how do we make it legal yeah. so we're not sued for millions and billions? That's the thing. Yeah, that's an interesting thing. I going back. There's a um, there's a similar website I'm going to mention because I I've actually I was using this last week. I was playing a bit of piano. Have you heard of Cordify? Yes. Which is very good. It Basically, you find a video, you search it, and it will find YouTube videos, and it will give you chords to play mm. along with it. Not always exactly accurate, but I found it was a good ballpark to kind of work mm. things out, and mm. it was really quite cool for that kind of stuff. Yeah, so, I mean, there's some amazing stuff that MIDI can do. Yeah. I mean, like uh, when I recorded the Lockabillies album, uh, some of Harry Green's amazing improvised solos on there. Mm. I was like, if I tried to tab that out, it would be awful. So instead, right. I put it into Logic, converted oh, it, it into MIDI data, and yeah. then put that into Notation, and then try to sort of learn it from there. It comes out really weird because it, you know, it like picks up tried, the, the, the background notes as well. Sometimes, yeah, kind of. But of course, that was all recorded, um, you know, in isolation, yeah. multi-track. So okay. it was just his saxophone. But the uh, it's those little the rhythms that it won't quite pick up, you know, little grace notes that you'd yeah. add in, you know, quite instinctively as as a, a live player. Mm. But if it was uh, uh, written, it'd be like that's not a real division of notes. You've gone like late there, you're not on the grid or something. Yeah. So uh, you know that's what the kind of the lyrics apps have been doing before. Okay. Just yeah. Kind of reading it and putting that into writing and, and throwing it up maybe randomly that'll work. Mm. But an interesting point of what you said earlier was that it's going to be the bigger bands. Yeah. Because if yeah. you're a, a, a smaller band, how are you going to get your lyrics up there? This is the thing. We, we're, we're in a world where people are buying less physical copies. Now, there's, um, you know, part of buying a CD was that you could open up and read the lyrics. Yeah, you know, or at least just get you buy an idea album. of the personnel. Yeah. Um, so 
that's kind of another way, another way of people getting hold of your lyrics. So it could be a good thing for people if you want people to know your music, to know your songs, and to you know not be singing the wrong words. Mm. I wonder if there will become like an interface that when you upload a song to Spotify or publish a song, whatever that gets that gets that gets released onto Spotify, mm. whether they'll add a feature that you can add the lyrics to it as well. Yeah, I hope so. Because when you can do that on like TuneCore, yeah. DistroKid, you can add lyrics. Okay. I just never do because I'm just like, ah, that's a faff, isn't it? That's going to add at least another half an hour onto doing this. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, especially if you're recording a whole album. If you've got a team of people behind you, I mean, go for it. Um, yeah. Because uh, there's, there's so many like local bands where I think I know the wor- words. Yeah. But I doubt that I do. Yeah. I'll be singing them back to the camera. Halloween, Halloween, black dog howl. Like, yeah, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. yeah. But like if you, if I you... thought it was Black Dog Owl. Ow. Ow. Sure. Hot uh, Ramp. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think that's, that's, that's a, a Good luck thing. my favourite band, Hot Ramp. Hot, yes, exactly. Yeah, it's heated floors, but yeah. on a skateboard, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's actually a bit easier. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, so what do you guys think about this? Do you think that, um, you know, the lyrics thing is a good idea for Spotify? Do you think it should, you know, overtake this whole behind the story of the song or... Ooh you know, uh, the about section, or do you think it should just be a whole thing by, thing by itself? It can go full screen as well, not just yeah. tucking underneath the player is what it was saying before. Mm, yeah, it'll be um, interesting to support as well. I'll be looking forward to seeing uh, uh, what people's most favourite misheard lyrics are. Yeah, I think my favourite misheard lyric is... Because that actually means tick your kangaroo... Oh, yes, yes. Oh, I can hear it now. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, so, anyway, what do you guys think? Let's know. Oh, yeah. This morning. Next Jingle. section. Yes. Let's ask a question, Harley. Okay. Speaking of sort of, uh, you know, piracy and, 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 and platforms that have, have kind of taken copyright laws a little bit out of, out of whack, is YouTube a good thing in the history of music? That's a very good question. Thanks. I... I oh, know what do you think, man? I well, there's 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 loads of it's... different kind of ways of looking at this because you can look at uh, the fact that YouTube to MP3 has been such a massive blight on in the industry for such yeah, a long time. Yeah, that's probably the most uh, probably the most prevalent form of piracy in in modern modern day music piracy. And it, and it's not only that. I mean, you think about you get like double whammy piracy going on here because yeah. so you'll use YouTube to MP3. You'll put the URL, so the website address of that YouTube video onto a site and that will convert that video into an MP3 sound mm. file. But what you're thinking of a lot of the time is people are getting that URL from a video on YouTube that is not uploaded by the rights yeah. holders. Yeah. They'll just be somebody that's got a CD at home and then just put it onto a video and then put it up online. Mm. They don't have the rights to do that. So that person, is, so the artist is, one, getting his, his, his CD distributed to everybody without his consent or his yeah. or her consent. And then then it's getting ripped yeah. from there. I think there's a... a I, we talk about Wolfpack in their in mm. their ways, and they're a band who certainly bring out the best of YouTube in music. Because mm. every single song that they've released has a music video. Mm. They haven't released a single music song without a music video, nice. and all of it goes on YouTube. So if you want to hit see, if you want to hear their music, you search it on YouTube. It not only comes with their page, so mm. there are very few third party channels releasing Wolfpack's music because if you want it you just go straight to the straight yeah. to the maker. Do you think there would bands like Wolfpack would would Wolfpack would exist without YouTube? I think there would be a lot harder for them to market because I think part of their um part of their appeal is if you want to 
if you want to hear their music, you can watch them play it. Mm. You can watch sit there and watch them making it as 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 it is, you know. And they they are a band that are quite famously live, and they do all of it in a room mm. at the same time, maybe with a few overdubs here and there. Mm. But so they can kind of you can watch it being happening, and I think that's that's what draws people in is you can see it happening. Because I mean, and, on YouTube, uh, well, the first video was ever released in sort of like April or June two thousand five, something yeah. like that. And so before that, there were there wasn't really any way that you could upload home videos other yeah. than if you you stacked really badly down the stairs and you would got on you being framed, you know. Mm. So like if you if you wanted to to get people involved in your band or in your your you know your music, yeah. it, if you're just a solo player, you know that you wouldn't be able to just put a video up like online, and being able to get a community around it that's a different thing. Yeah, because. Um, it it was a little bit later on that, like in 2005, mm. that they, they actually made it quite sort of shareable and, and had the bits where you could comment and like it and, and stuff then, like this. Yeah. And, you know, that's a big precursor to how we live on Web 2.0 now. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, we interact with everything. Um, so that in its has really pushed the whole data farming thing that music totally, is yeah. really driven by now. The industry yeah. is so driven by that. The amount, like, you know, everything that you listen to on YouTube or Spotify or Apple Music or Google Play, whatever, Bandcamp, mm. it all gets put into a database. Your listening habits are analyzed mm. and they will send you um, kind of recommendations for what yeah. to do, like the watch next thing on YouTube. Yeah, I find it really funny as well because uh, on the Harley and Josh Show YouTube page, channel, mm-hmm. um, we, if there's anyone who's listening on YouTube or whatever, uh, we both use it. Yes. And we don't use it as our primary YouTube. No. So we tend to just put something on whilst waiting for a video to upload. Yeah. Or something like that, or yeah. checking checking the stats and everything. So then it's a really mixed pot because it's two people's yeah. half-assed watching. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's not... It's weird conjoined twin yeah, of, a, and it's of usually, a channel. It's a lot of stand-up and a lot of music. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty much stand-up and music. Stand-up and that's all music. there is. Yeah, it's funny, really? that, isn't it? It's exactly what we get. But yeah, the I think that's a really interesting thing because, I mean, down the line... Because what what's what's kind of like the reason why Spotify is quite cheap when yeah. you think about it, and the reason why YouTube is for free mm. is because that is what's happening. We're, we're getting our data farmed. Yeah. We're actually giving them more value than we get out of them sometimes. Yeah, because advertisers really do pay for that, and yeah. that's where YouTube will make its money. And you've also now got YouTube Music. I don't know if you've uh, yeah, signed not up, used it. not used it. I there get... was a lot of kickback against it because of the amount of times like this whole thing where you could yeah. use Google or YouTube to search for pirated music and people yeah. didn't want to give them the rights for their songs to put on their exactly. app. Yeah, um, and so what part of what YouTube music is, there are songs that aren't on the YouTube, but you can then listen to in the music yeah. bit. You can also watch a video and you can lock your phone and it will carry on playing, yeah. so you don't have to be watching a video to be listening to it, Yeah. Um, which is weird, especially if they play a music video that's got some random talking halfway through the middle bit and yeah, you don't like, quite yeah, know what's yeah. going on. It's an official music video. But yeah. there's some, some artists you just can't get on YouTube. Yeah. The Beatles, yeah. there's barely any on there. Jimi Hendrix, no, yeah. I mean, it's all like bootleggy stuff. Mm. Prince. Therefore, if it's bootlegged, it's not going to be... The, the, the rights aren't going to go to the original artist who wrote the song, produced the song, recorded the song. It's not fair. I don't, I don't know the answer to this question. I think it's been, it's been a real help for people in the generation before, well, um, after us now, mm. so Gen Z, because they're so YouTube driven. Yeah. Um, that, um, that most of my students will sit there and listen, say, I, I find music by YouTube just from the, in the recommendation bits. Perhaps in the same way that our generation would find out what events are happening or probably still do 
via Facebook. Yeah. Like for our like or MySpace. Yeah, yeah. Back then. <laughs> That's it. There were there were there were um go to websites for finding out something or listening to something or watching something or just consuming mm. the the media or uh, the the content that's for you. Mm. Uh, and and YouTube has become that. It's YouTube or or or, or TikTok with ByteDance, and I think I'd, I'm not sure who I trust: ByteDance or Google. <laughs> who's who's going to be better with our data? Who knows? <laughs> I mean, this here was an interesting point that to, to do with the with the data thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a question that I would like to pose to see what you think, and you'd have to answer. But how long will it take before someone's music and podcast choices are leaked as a way to embarrass them? We're already in a world where old yearbook photos and tweets can cost people their jobs after being resurfaced. I don't think it's quite the Onion, as in like the fake news website, the yeah. Onion material, anymore to imagine how listening data could also be used nefariously. Um, so that's what kind of, I don't know, if, you know, in the future whether we'll be harshly judged by our yeah. listening tastes, but I don't know. What do you I, think? Yeah, I, do you, would you think differently of our current politician if you found out that he or she listened to a certain artist. Um, if it was just Baby Shark over and over and over again, I would be like, that person's insane. So, yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. think we'd all need to know that. I think so, definitely. Giggly. Right, let's go on with the gig list. <laughs> yes, Harley, come on. So, what are you gigging this weekend? I don't know. <laughs> What's <laughs> the date? It is the 23rd, 22nd, 23rd. Yes, so I have got a gig this Saturday, which I'm really looking forward to, which is the Watermelon Jam. Oh, great, uh, yes. I'll be singing in the house band for that one. Oh, you are, brilliant. Yeah, so I can't wait. It's got, we've got uh, some great oh, great musicians playing with us and, uh, and hopefully some other people joining us as well throughout oh, the evening. This is a cult. This is a cult cafe. We'll talk about yep. this a bit more later on. Definitely. Um, I'm going to quickly start off with the first <laughs> event. It's, uh, if you're listening to the podcast, too bad you've missed this one. But today at 5.30 um, is Create and Relate. It's uh, to do with, um, I, I think that the company's called Hot Deck, but I'm not right. sure. Um, Hot Deck Skateboards. Um, mm. Alongside the Guy Cry Club, um, who we've, uh, Ben helped us set up this show. So thank you, mate. Um, and also the Shadow Gallery, where I get my hair cut. Um, oh, yes. Yes, when I'm not getting cut by Colin, who comes to my house. But anyway, it's at uh, 5.30 today. It's a big creative meetup. It's kind of a, uh, a focus on how sort of mental health can be addressed um, and sort of either celebrated or, or explained using art. Um, and, oh, wow. And it's, 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 it's a, lot, a lot to do with, with men's mental health. But I think I don't think it's going to be gender exclusive. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's today at five thirty. Um, uh, and if so, if you you're a little bit lost, go down there, and they might be able to give you something creative to get around it. Amazing, good stuff, cool. We have an event here uh, coming up on the twentieth of November. That's Wednesday. Wednesday. Uh, which is Don Martin Spain to Italy tour. He's from Northern Ireland. Is he now? Yes, yeah, very fast. So neither Spain or Italy. Neither. Or is he that? Is that where his tour's going to? I guess so. Via Ipswich. He just um, so this is at Salutations. It'll be live Wednesday from seven o'clock. So uh, make sure you're there. That's you're... going live on ICR as well. Oh, is it amazing? Yeah. Great stuff. So yeah, if you can't be there, you can always listen to it. In, in... Other radio, other radio stations are available. Great. Um, Phil Jackson is live at the Angel in Woodbridge this Thursday, the 21st of November. Don't say we never give you weekday gigs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're giving you like three there, mate. Nice. Um, so that's at the Angel. Uh, that is this Thursday. Sweet stuff. 
Uh, where are we going next for after that? We've got to... a bit of Groom Lake. Groom Lake, Groom Lake, Groom Lake. So, yes. Uh, <laughs> oh, Groom Lake, Groom Lake, Groom Lake. Groom Lake at the Smoke House yes. in Ipswich. Now, if you want to go to look, go along to that, it is sold out, I'm afraid. Yeah. But if you are planning to go to that, well, good for you. They've You've also got, got State and Millennia playing, which are an amazing band that we've played on the show before. Oh, great. Um, good stuff. So, yeah, uh, that's sold out. So, well done, Kieran. Well done, Josh and Luke. Yeah, good work. Uh, Josh good and work. Luke. <laughs> Josh and Ben. Um, <laughs> it's a really weird thing because my name is Josh, my brother's name is Ben. And, oh, nice. And Josh and Ben Cable are Murray's cousins. Oh, wow. And they are brothers. They're brothers as well? Yeah. That's cool. Uh, that's... Amazing. But they're uh, amazing guitarist, amazing bass player. You nice. guys are going to do a great job. Great. Uh, we're going to play some Groom Lake to finish off the show. So, yeah, yeah. that's this Friday. Good stuff. Um, China Bears are playing at Coda Colchester. I was wrong earlier about saying Gabriella Eva was playing in Smokehouse. It's actually Coda in Colchester on Friday. Uh, that's with China Bears and Groff, who are sort of Ipswich and Essex based. They're kind of from Dingus Khan and Bessie yeah. Turner kind of guys. And Gabriella Eva, so who we played earlier. So check that out. That's Friday uh, 22nd at Coda Colchester. Awesome. Also, November 22nd, which is also the Friday, uh, we have Tilly Moses' official album launch. Wow. Uh, at the John Peel Centre, she'll be supported by Fawn. Uh, if you like your uh, sort of your your traditional folk music, she's great. She, you, you'll absolutely love it. Uh, she's been doing music for as long as I can remember meeting her. That was a yeah. weird sentence. A while, a while. She's been doing it since she was very young, and she's just got better and better as well. Album, so that's yeah, pretty amazing. Uh, yeah, good luck, guys. Yeah, uh, John Peel Centre. Um, yes. So we've got the basement in Chelmsford. I'm including this because we don't usually do stuff in Chelmsford, mm-hmm. but the Mefs includes uh, Lily Hopkins from Horrible Dolphins. Yeah. And they sound great. Yeah. A two-piece punk outfit. They're joined by Circadian and Bujitsu. That is this Saturday, 23rd mm-hmm. November in Chelmsford at the basement. Awesome. Oh, we've got here, 20, November 23rd, the Watermelon Jam. It says here you're interested. Um, <laughs> that, I'm always interested. That is at the Colt Cafe. It starts at 7.30, 1930, if you're talking... Uh, 24, Ooh, 24 hour hours. Um, uh, EMF, Earth Mother Beeper, are playing with Diaphragm Failure, great band name, and Tone Sucker, also another great band name. Um, that's at the Steamboat. Uh, yeah. So that is this Saturday. That's going to be amazing. Great. Cool. Great also, oh man, Go I'm on. losing my voice. Uh, also this Saturday, we have Renegade 12 playing the Hand in Hand. That's going to be amazing. You've got a big <laughs> band in a tiny place. It's going to get raucous. It's hilarious. They play there quite a lot, don't they? Yeah. That's Saturday at nine o'clock. Um, we've got David, Ian Roberts and Alula Down are playing at the Smokehouse this Saturday at 7.30. Oh, uh, I don't know anything about either of those bands. Wow. We'll have or, to just check know. them out. Let us know. Yeah. Um, know. If you go along, let us know how it was. Yeah, We're please. always welcome for gig reviews. So. Yeah, we want that. We want yeah. your gig reviews. Tell us what yeah. you've seen. Uh, and we also have our last one of... This uh, gig list, November 23rd, as we've already played, Fishclaw, Strange, Cl- Strange Sons, yeah. Holcomb, and Connor Selby. Connor at- Selby. Sorry. You're <laughs> back on the Irish. I did. Uh, all playing at Coda in Colchester on Saturday, starting 7.30. 7.30, or 19.30. Or 19.30. <laughs> um, Not the yeah. year. Thank you very much for listening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we've got time for one more track. Um, thanks, Harley, yeah. for your infinite wisdom. Oh, that's been good, man. It's yeah, good, mate. Man. Um, so, yeah, I'll, I'll let you know how the van goes. I mean... If it goes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Please go. Um, oh. Yeah, this is uh, the incredible uh, Groom Lake with no relief. Check it out. It's all over there, Spotify and Facebook. Sweet. And uh, good luck with the gig this weekend. Love you guys. Thanks. Bye. 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 <laughs>